0: This is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. Keep your
1: smile. Oh, what the
0: XFL is cooking.
1: It's still football, but it's
0: professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL!
1: Welcome, football fans. This is the week of April 22nd, 2018. This is the road to 2020. And this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. And I'm Jake. And today, we answer some questions you are asking on social media at XFL Show. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And you need these answers right now, and we're going to give them to you because this is episode 12, Mail Time! Jake, before we get into this mailbag today, there is some news that we can go over. First off, I want you to take a guess at what news came out from the XFL this week.
2: Uh, From the XFL proper, uh, I'm going to go with the old standard and say no news. No news. And as last
1: week we... uh, came to the conclusion that is frustrating news for a lot. It seems to be a recurring theme. Yeah, as there's as, as no news on XFL's, any of their social media or their website, xfl.com, um, more people start buying into the conspiracy, Jake, and we're going to talk about that conspiracy, the main one, with the AAF a little bit later on because it is one of our mailbag questions. But no official news from the XFL this week, but we, all, of course, are keeping an eye on, on the Alliance of American Football, which will be debuting sooner than the XFL in 2019. And they have news coming out. They already announced that Orlando will be their first city and their first coach is Steve Spurrier and he actually spoke to the media last week and we have some clips to play from that press conference.
0: Hopefully we got a team that uh, the, the people in this community, the greater Orlando area, can be really proud of. Uh, that means we hope to score a lot of points and win. Uh, the object is always to win the game first uh, but if we can score a bunch of points that would be good also. Uh, and again, we'll we'll have a team that's involved in the community. We'll we'll go to some hospitals and uh, charity type work and so forth. We want to be involved in the community a good half of the year. And uh, again, we know what good football looks like. We're going to try to give Orlando that.
1: The old ball coach talking about knowing good football, bringing it to Orlando, wanting to score a lot of points, Jake and. I think that is so huge already for the Alliance of American Football in Orlando, which is, of course, not in Florida. So everybody in Florida loves Steve Spurrier pretty much. So unless you're a Florida State fan or Miami, but the Gainesville contingent, I'm sure, will be heading over to UCF Stadium next February to go check out the OBC.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it's smart that they're getting a coach, you know, who's coached in that area, you know, for years. A legend. Um, they're, you know, I mean, they are a, a year ahead of the XFL, so they need to know stuff. But I think it's just exciting, you know, that they they're telling people where there's going to be a team, you know, and then they're they're teasing more to come as well. I mean, I got to ask you about the whole, uh, or actually, I don't think he even mentioned Tebow in that clip, did he? Oh, not yet. No, we do have, he of course was
1: asked about Tim Tebow at that press conference, Jake. And Steve Spurrier, just like pretty much everybody in Orlando, I'm sure, that's looking forward to this football team playing, wants Tim Tebow on the team.
0: I made contact with him a long time ago, and and he's swinging the bat right now, as he says it. And I don't blame him. I would pursue baseball, and if he makes it to the big leagues, shoot, we understand that. But if he thinks he wants to come play some football, we got a number 15 jersey down here waiting on him.
2: So they, may have, they may have a jersey waiting for him, but, you know, <laughs> there, there has to be a draft. You know, this, this can't be like college recruiting. Now, of course, if the league was smart, perhaps they would – you know they would rig the draft or give this Orlando team a favorable pick, or they. Well, could the get thing. One, remember, another. they
1: said they have they're going to have regional drafts. So I guess Tim Tebow would fall under that Florida region, right? So
2: I mean, is he from Florida originally? I I don't know.
1: Well, it's all about I guess maybe where a player assigns himself to in terms of where he wants to play. I don't know. We don't know the rules, but there are regional drafts. So. It just makes sense, right? You have a coach. Everybody in the area either reveres or recognizes at least. In a city everybody you know doesn't mind going to. Orlando is one of the most traveled to cities in America. And then you're talking about a, quarter, a quarterback who is easily going to be the most visible and recognized player in this league if he ends up joining it. But then again, Tim Tebow is swinging that bat. He's wearing a Mets jersey right now, albeit a minor league Mets jersey, Jake. It, it's, it's all fitting in perfectly, and he, I have to say this. I know you were very skeptical of the AAF, and we haven't even talked to Vince about it yet whenever he makes his return to the show. But Bryant is obviously a big conspiracy theorist, hates the AAF right out of the gate. I'm interested in it, and if this was the XFL bringing in these guys, everybody who has wears those XFL goggles and is you know, bias
2: would be going crazy because that's huge. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that one uh and again would love to hear what the xfl has to say would love to you know hear uh you know a talking head or a spokesman just somebody say something and
1: they're not saying anything right now while the alliance of american football is moving forward their second city will be announced next week even on their twitter at the aaf they said the second alliance city will be announced next week stay up On All the action here. We're just getting started. Hashtag join the alliance. We already have heard rumors that Rick Neuheisel, former Washington Husky coach, former UCLA head coach uh, and was working with CBS, I think most recently. He is probably not official, but probably going to be coaching a Southern California team within the AAF. So uh, my money would be on that area of the country being announced for the next alliance city with Rick Neuheisel being the head coach there. We shall see, though. That's all rumor and innuendo at this point. The AAF, man, they have a whole bunch of things coming out, all sorts of information, all sorts of cool, interesting things they're going to do that are different from the NFL. One that I don't even recognize upon the first announcement, Jake, was the AAF plans to take care of their players after football, and there's going to be some sort of scholarship in place. If you play in the league, you get a scholarship so that once you're done, you can go to school and have a scholarship paid for just by playing in the AAF with uh, planning and counseling and all sorts of great benefits for the players, which the NFL does not offer.
2: Yeah, I mean, that sounds like, you know, a lot of lip service and some goodwill. But, you know, I I think the AAF would hope that, you know, they never have to chill uh, out that scholarship. Hopefully, you know, the league lasts and the players stay around. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a lot of, you know, PR and and goodwill. Right now, and again, I'd love to know where they're getting the money from. Well, they're, all, that, they have all, that, all that NBC trust fund money, I guess.
1: Well, and also they have some big investors, Jake. We know that they've got the big investors, investors like Peter Thiel, who's a billionaire, and all sorts of other people. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think money's a concern. But even with all that money they do have, the AF, it seems like. Uh, this is still going to be tough for this league to last. So, of course, just like the XFL, enjoy it while it lasts. Enjoy these alternative football leagues while they last. Jake, I think it's about time, though. Well, that's all the news we have this week. Are you ready to dive into our mailbag? Our first let's, mailbag show. Let's
2: let's reach real deep in there.
1: Let's reach real deep into the mailbag.
0: Mail time. Mail time. Oh. Mail time. The mail's here. Mail time. Come on. Hi guys. Here's the. Mail. comes
1: I want to whale mail time Jake here we go Terry on Twitter asks us Terry asking Jake if there will be a lot of moving and shaking for the XFL now that Wrestlemania is over
2: yeah I mean I think there's gonna have to be you know obviously world wrestling entertainment you know is and hopefully should still be the number one thing on Vince McMahon's mind Uh, that two years is gonna creep up on us real fast and I I don't think it's necessary to, you know, pin down the cities in the public, but, you know, the the fans or people clinging on to this, if they don't hear something soon, they are going to lose interest. So for the, you know, for the city planning sake, um, I don't think it's important, but for the fans out there and the people that are going to watch and possibly pay money to watch, I think that's most important. Yeah, Terry asking this on Twitter, Jake, and I have to tell him,
1: I'm, I'm with him. Moving and shaking has to happen because if you're Vince McMahon, think about it. You Like you said, Jake, the two years is going to creep up on you fast. But already the, football, the American, Alliance of American Football has Steve Spurrier announced. There's Tim Tebow rumors. They've got a city announced already. They're about to announce their second city. And the rest of the cities within the next 60 days, we're hearing With all the information and and news and hype surrounding their league, people are forgetting the XFL even announced their return already. I'm sure some people already, just three months later, are forgetting that. So, you have to move and shake. You have to give people something. And with WrestleMania over, maybe that was just, you know, that's a whole lot right now for Vince McMahon. He's trying to do two things at the same time big endeavors you have to believe there's some sort of moving and shaking and information dump coming soon for the xFL
2: yeah and that it doesn't even have to be news just point out like more parody videos of the NFL or maybe even you know try to take a shot at you know this this AAF or, or AFL what whatever it is and and you know well while this like, is all happening it, you know what you know track. what I also think You know what I
1: also think, Jake, while we're not getting any news lately and we're seeing all this AAF stuff, you could even think maybe Vince McMahon planned on having some sort of information and rules or whatever announced already. But maybe with the AAF being announced, maybe there's a bunch of reconsideration going on right now, maybe reformatting of a game plan, if you will.
2: Yeah, maybe they're you know maybe they planned to say something earlier and they're you know they're going to hold back and you know maybe they had an experimental change like you know the, the on uh, what was it the taking away the onside kicks and they you know they're hearing what what the AAF is going to do and they're you know sitting back saying Well, you know let's let's let the criticism you know, happen now and then, and then we'll counter. So yeah, possibly their plans have been pushed back, but like I said, give us some type of entertainment out there, more stick figures or something.
1: <laughs> Terry's asking for moving and and Jake. Can you give him a date or her a date? I don't know if Terry's a guy or a girl, but thanks for the tweet. A date you think something will come from the XFL next.
2: I think By it's going to be, I think it's going to be longer than I want longer than Terry wants, longer than you want. I'm going to say, uh, Nothing before the 4th of July. I'm going to go that far.
1: Wow, that's long. I, I would say Cinco de Mayo. We're going to get something. I have a good feeling, it's, Terry. It's coming so it's close. In a couple weeks. Uh, next one comes from Jerry on Facebook saying, Daily fantasy sports and online sports betting were not common or even in existence, I believe, back in 2001. Do you think these aspects will be what ultimately determines if these leagues are successful Talking about the AAF and XFL,
2: um, I I don't think so. I, I really don't. Um, as far as I think he's you know he's talking about daily fantasy. I I can't speak to that personally. Uh, I I don't partake in that. Big I, I, it's big I, business though. I, it, it is. I just cannot root for somebody else that's not on my team to have a good game.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I don't I don't partake in that either. But you do have to recognize Jake. The daily fantasy and Online sports betting are huge. Somebody's making a lot of money. Billions of dollars and really are really what are driving people to actually watch games these days, especially internationally where sports betting is really commonplace. I mean, they have kiosks and and stuff at, at places where you can go make a quick bet. And what leads me to believe that the XFL, at least, uh, go, answering Jerry's question here is really going to rely on those is in the original rap that came out. Jake, it said, make a move, make a bet. I think Vince McMahon's going all in on sports betting and the legalization of sports betting in the United States outside of Nevada. And I think that is a huge, huge play for both of these leagues, because if you have gamblers watching you, that's ratings. If you have people betting on your sport, on your games, that's attention. And that's, and that's going to help a whole lot. And I think that could even be the the major force that even gets these leagues any sort of recognition, is gambling and daily fantasy. So absolutely a yes, huge yes for me on Jerry's question, Jake. And even since 2001, this is what, almost 20 years, the NFL has seen so much more wagering and and daily fantasy and betting on black markets, on offshore betting and – and you know actual sports books where it's legals the NFL's benefiting from this and they're slowly but surely coming around even though they're the biggest lobby against it in the US you also have the NBA helping out with this this cause because New Jersey is i don't know if you've heard about it Jake but New Jersey is the driving force in America to take it to the Supreme Court it's already been heard to get sports betting legalized in the United States the NBA is backing that The NFL lobbying hard against it. Something's got to give eventually. I feel like this is going to win out, although we're hearing that things didn't look too good in the December hearing for New
2: Jersey. Yeah, um, I hope it's going to go through. I don't, you know, that stigma of, you know, sports betting, it, it probably doesn't you know exist like it used to about you know negative connotations to it you know i i would love for a day where you know at the work lunchroom or around the water cooler you know people were talking about you know the line this weekend are they taking the over are they, are they taking the under uh, what's the spread you know and it's mostly mostly nfl talk i would say but yeah i think if the xfl could get in there and again I, you know a lot of my friends they're into this you know this fantasy stuff like, like i said it's not for me, but uh, yeah, hopefully they could get on board with this, and it would just help the league.
1: Yeah, and in case you don't, you're not aware of what's going on right now with the legislation. Since 2014, New Jersey passed their own law allowing sports betting in their state. I mean, Atlantic City's there; it'd be huge for the state. But there are federal challenges to that, and it's really been there's so much red tape. It's not even been legalized. Really, it is legal in New Jersey, but they can't. They can't partake yet because there is the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act holding things back. It's a federal law that really ceases any of that legalization to happen in that state. So there's a whole push and pull going on with the Supreme Court. And that happened in December with New Jersey, and a ruling should be coming down in, in the summer. But if it gets passed in New Jersey, that is going to filter off to all the other states looking to legalize sports betting. Could you imagine, Jake, you go to a football game, and at the game there's a kiosk, and you go push in your credit card, and you make a bet on the game you're about to watch in like five seconds. That's exciting. I mean, that And that is only going to make these leagues more money. Obviously, the NFL is against this. I don't know if it's for moral reasons or because <laughs> there's all sorts of money that they're not going to be seeing because of it. Who knows? But the NFL is huge against this being legalized.
2: Yeah, I think I'd be all for that. I might even place a bet. But yeah, I mean, everybody, the right parties have to get their cut. You know, for for this to be acceptable, you know, everybody has to be making money, other than you know the individual man making the bet. Yeah. Buyers and sellers,
1: pimps and whores. Thanks for that question. That was from, uh, was that Jerry's question? Yeah, Jerry on Facebook. Remember, you guys could ask questions anytime. We'll have future mailbag episodes at XFL show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we're going to go to Twitter now for Josh's question, who asked, with the NFL draft next week, do you see any of these quarterbacks being talked about winding up in the XFL?
2: Um, I, I think, again, thanks for the question, Josh. Um Two years away, you know. If if one of these guys turns out to have a career like you know Robert Griffin, even though I think he was you know probably not within the two years, you know his decline started. But I mean, they're going to get drafted. You know, they're going to a team and they and,
1: get four year contracts. You know, so yeah, and, and, a and just your like, option.
2: I think the NFL draft is next week. Is that right? Yeah, it's this coming uh, Thursday. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, they are I'm pretty sure they're all going to have a place in the NFL, and, uh, I'd, you know, if somehow they're released from that contract within the two-year period, uh, it's possible, but then, you know, you've got CFL, you've got, you know, the AAF out there. Uh, my guess would be no on that one if I had to say it right now.
0: Yeah,
1: he, Josh, not really specific on if he meant – Like the initial season. Yeah, the inaugural
2: season of of the XFL. I would say no after that. It's possible.
1: That's a definite no for me for the inaugural season. But Lamar Jackson, your Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, Mason Rudolph, Baker Mayfield, all these great quarterbacks from college coming into the league uh, that Josh is alluding to. Maybe if the XFL lasts more, more than one season, we'll see one of them in there. But definitely not the inaugural season, I would say, Josh. But uh, that would be amazing if one of them did drop out or just chose to leave the NFL. We'll see. Those, you know, There's something called contracts probably holding that up. This one comes from Joey on Facebook, Jake. He says, guys, do you or do you not believe in the great AAF XFL conspiracy? You haven't given us a straight answer.
2: Uh, some of the people on this program, you know, they, they waver around that question. Some of us say, you know, a resounding, yes, it is a conspiracy. I I am going to spell it out for you right now. And, oh, I do not believe this conspiracy. I believe that Vince McMahon has the, uh, you know, the history and the potential to pull this off, but I don't think this is one of his stunts. I don't believe he is the higher power behind all this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Joey, I'm going to go out and say absolutely no. Uh, I don't believe that conspiracy whatsoever, although the XFL remaining quiet is just feeding into that notion that the AAF and XFL are one and the same or working together. But I do think they're two separate entities. I think this is a really slick kid, this Charlie Ebersall, who I I truly believe blindsided Vince McMahon with this news. And the reason why we're not getting any info from the XFL lately, I think there is some major reconsideration going on. in terms of how the the league will be approached right now. It was a huge curveball to the XFL, and I honestly believe these are competing entities. But it's not beyond the realm of possibility. It's true. I'm just going to say right now,
2: hard no for me.
1: You know what I would love if,
2: and I mean, theoretically the seasons are going to be, or are they going to be taking place at the same time of the year? AAFA theoretically, yeah. So I would love to see like a Pro Bowl, All-Star Game is like AAF versus XFL. Uh, not at amazing. all what Joey asked us, but that that sounds great to
1: me. Ultimately, I think maybe they combine like the AFL and NFL did once upon a time. That would be great if these leagues could have firm fan bases for about two to three years and then unite. That would be the best shot at them ever competing with the NFL, if that's the goal. But like I've said in past episodes, I think the AAF's goal is to – influence the NFL into making some changes with how they deal with players and ultimately being a minor league system for the NFL. I think that's what the AFL's AAF's head is at. The XFL obviously wants to compete. Last question we have here, Jake, before we're out from Stan, who says he loves the show. He says, do you think the recently retired James Harrison will pop up in the AAF or XFL for their inaugural seasons?
2: Yeah, I'm going to give you an answer that may surprise some of our listeners out there. I, I'm going to say yes on this one. And uh, you know, whenever you say pop up uh, you know, when you think of uh, you know, human relations and player safety, uh, James Harrison is not at all the role model or the ideal candidate for that. But as you know, for being on the field, you know, being with a team for a year or something, I think that is definitely possible. Now I could still see him, uh, you know, popping up in the X ex- in the NFL. You know, maybe for a couple of weeks, sometime in the next two years. But but this one I'm gonna I say a resounding yes. I think this could definitely happen.
1: One hundred percent yes, Stan. Oh my of course it's James Harrison. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up in the NFL even before then, sometime this upcoming season, really. But he's retired a New England Patriot. Um he's one of the all time greats. He's a maniac and a very controversial player, but Especially for the XFL. If the XFL wanted to be that bad boy kind of league, that alternative league, he would be the poster child for that kind of league, wouldn't he? I mean, at least for one season, if you could get him.
2: Yeah, he he would now. Again, we don't know if the the old XFL, that's definitely something they're looking for. I don't know if this new XFL is looking for, you know, uh, one of the faces of their league to be, you know, be charged with domestic abuse. Um, But, you know, people... People forget that, you know, even the people, you know, in my town here, they forget that, you know, if he goes out there and, you know, he gets a sack or, he, you know, he has a good game if if he even plays. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you on this one. Jim Harrison playing football again for, you know, a, a league that ends in the letter F or L is a definite.
1: 100 and 10% thanks to everybody who sent in those mailbag questions. We'll do future episodes a- answering the many questions you guys asked us on social media. Uh, that could be fa- our social media. I just, I'm just picturing James Harrison looking perfect in a Las Vegas outlaws uniform. It would just <laughs> make so much sense. <laughs> you guys can find us on social media at XFL show on Twitter, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook, it's the same handle on all of them, at XFL Show. And you also could listen for us on another podcast upcoming this week. Jake, we're going to be a part of the Uncovering Sports podcast and their big XFL draft episode. So we're looking forward to being a part of that. Uh, they've invited us to draft for one of their XFL franchises,
2: Jake. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that draft. Actually, we, we got to get out of here and, and you know start making our picks, getting in the war room.
1: Getting in that war room for the, their XFL draft. That'll be on the Uncovering Sports Podcast, so look for them. We'll tweet at them as well. Remember, the social media handle, at XFL Show, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The website, this is the thisisthexflshow.com, and we'll be answering more of your questions. We'll be back next Football Sunday for another edition of This is the XFL Show. Until then, I'm Alan, he's Jake, and remember, they're listening.